Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. Hey guys. So before I get started today on the content, I just wanted to say thank you so much for your ratings and reviews. If you haven't left a rating, please scroll down on the podcast app. This is if you have an iPhone and press the stars to leave your rating. And then if you want to leave a note, you can, but every single rating and review helps me so much get this podcast out there. And also thank you for your comments, your messages, your kind words, and all the things that are resonating with you. It really helps me decide what topics to come up with, what you guys want to hear. Um, I know that there are a lot of moms in business on here, but then there are a lot of moms that don't have businesses and a lot of business owners that don't have kids. So I really love hearing what sticks out to you and what content you want to hear from me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Today, I'm going to talk about something that I talk about a lot. If you are new to me and this space and this podcast, then maybe you haven't heard this, but I'm sorry for all of the longtime Kylie Ann fans who have invested in my education or who have followed me online or have come to webinars or any of my freebies. You know that I am really obsessed with blogging. I think it's really, 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 really important for your business. And I'm not saying I love to blog, like I actually kind of dread to blog half the time. But what I'm telling you is that blogging is crucial for growing your business, especially to strangers and people you don't know. So I'm going to talk all about that today and I'm super excited about it. So this is great, especially if you're in an MLM company, a service-based business, but it even could work for product-based businesses because content is so important in 2020 and beyond. Like the more content you have, the more places you have that content, the better you're going to be able to reach more people and grow and just explode. So that's kind of what happened with me. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about my story. So I started my business in 2011 and I'm not going to get into the logistics of my actual business or or any of that, but I started in 2011 and then in 2013, I started blogging three to five times a week. So when I started my business, I kind of did blog, but it was kind of like at the end of every month, I would dump all my clients from the last month. So I am a professional photographer. That's my first career. So what I would do is I would, you know, have 20 sessions in that month. And then at the end of the month, I would catch up on the blog and put them all on the blog. So they were there, but it wasn't serving me in any way. There weren't words. I was dumping them all at once. I wasn't spreading out my content. um, And it, it wasn't helping me in any way. So in 2013, when I had decided to commit to running a business and to commit to like sticking to prices and investing in education and actually like growing it as a business and becoming profitable, this is after I had my first son and I really wanted to shift my mindset into like, I got to make this work or I've got to make this a hobby. So in that time, I decided to commit to blogging three to five times a week. So this was January 1st, 2013. I made a commitment that I would post three times a week. And I would do that every week and I haven't quit. It has been seven years. I'm sure there's one or two weeks in those seven years, but no more than probably one week at a time where I haven't hit the three to five per week. There's even been some where it's been eight, seven, eight, nine blog posts because we have so much content now because we're so busy because of the way that we market our business through the blog and through And all the ways it hits, you know, it hits on social media, it hits on Pinterest, all the different things that I'm going to talk about. So 
in seven years ago, I started blogging three to five times a week. I, I started with this kind of um, pattern of on Mondays, I would post a personal post. On Wednesdays, I would post a client experience post. So uh, kind of like over talking about my service, talking about um, how the session went, what it was like, blah, blah, blah. And then the third one would be like a education one, like how what to wear for family pictures or how to prepare for your session. So three times a week and I told my audience I was going to start posting three times a week and this is my schedule and it kind of gave me some accountability like okay even though I don't have clients even though it's January I live in Utah there's a ton of snow I have a newborn baby I'm not leaving the house and shooting a ton right now I have to come up with content three times a week and so I would do personal shoots I would do styled shoots I would do shoots of my baby um, and I would just commit to those three times a week what happened was six months later, I became the number one spot on Google. When you search on Google for Logan, Utah photographer, Logan, Utah wedding photographer, any of those things, you would find me. I was the only person seven years ago in Cache Valley using SEO. Obviously, since then, I've been teaching SEO. A lot of people in Logan have now taken my courses, learned how to do SEO, and they're on top of the game. And so I have to kind of keep up on it. But... Seven years ago, no one else was doing SEO. No one else in my area was um, using, you know, blogging as a tool or as um, a way for people to find them. They were just using it to like kind of a portfolio dump of their photos like I was in the beginning. And because I started using it consistently, I shot up to the top of Google six months later and I became full-time that year because I started booking strangers. People could find me on Google. They loved my work. They loved my style. Um, and then from there, obviously it exploded because word of mouth. And then I was doing their bridesmaids and their sisters and their siblings and their friends. And it just exploded. The next two years later, I hired my first associate. Three years later, my second associate. Five years later now, I don't even know. Now it's seven years in. We have a full team, fully booked studio. Everyone's crazy. Even during COVID, we've been able to stay afloat during this crazy time. And it all started from this blog. Guys, this blog, blogging is not a thing of the past. Blogging is so crucial for growing your business. And I'm guessing that a lot of your industries aren't using blogging. In fact, I mentor a lot of businesses in the service-based industry, energy workers, foot zoners, um, tanning specialists, hair and makeup artists, and a lot of their competition are not using blogs. So when they start blogging, it's so easy to get to the top because a lot of people in their area, in their industry, aren't blogging. And it just is what Google wants. Google wants content. Google wants things that are easy to find. Are You're giving a lot of valuable information. And that's what Google is going to reward. I would say most businesses have an Instagram account and I think Instagram is an amazing place. I love Instagram. That's where I prefer to hang out. I love building a community there. I love um, writing captions for Instagram. I love just interacting with my followers there. I definitely don't like to hang out on my blog. I like to hang out on Instagram, but Instagram isn't evergreen content. It's you make your posts and then 24 hours later, it's pretty much irrelevant. Instagram isn't searchable. You can't type in like looking for best recipes and find anything unless the title of the Instagram is best recipes. So it's really, it's not as searchable. Obviously there's hashtags and other things, but it's just not a search engine. It's not something 
that's going to bring people, guarantee people to find your page. You might get lucky with a hashtag, you might be found on the explore page every once in a while, but if you want guaranteed results, guaranteed people to find you, you have to start switching over to having an active blog and a powerful website. So what I learned from my experiment seven years ago was I couldn't just blog to blog. I couldn't just share all of these pretty pictures with no words and dump them all at one time. If I was going to blog, I needed to blog with strategy, I needed to blog with consistency, and I needed to have more purpose behind each post. So I'm going to talk about a few reasons why you should be blogging if my story wasn't enough for you. And then I'm going to share a couple of uh, prompts that you can get started with blogging and maybe a blog schedule as well. The first reason that I love blogging is that it's really easy to see the growth I've had over the years and remembering my clients and the experiences I've had with them and the experiences my business has had and just kind of like a journal for my business. It's a place where I can measure my growth over the years. I can look back and see where I was at seven years ago, um, kind of the locations I was using, the like accomplishments my business had, the struggles along the way, and remember every part of the journey. It's been a lot of ups and downs and crazy these last seven years. And without the blog, I don't think I would remember half of it. I reference back to my blog all the time. It's kind of like a client database for me. I can see every single session that I've shot. Um, it has 300 words per each blog. So it has detailed, detailed information about each shoot, what happened, about my clients. Um, I love to go back and read it, see where we went. And when I have a client book me that has booked me before, I go look at their old blogs and make sure I'm choosing a different location than I did the last time. It's like this amazing history of all of my clients that I can just scroll through my own blog and find all this information. The second reason that I love blogging is that I get to reach a new audience every day. So a lot of people think my Facebook audience or my Instagram audience does not want to read my blog. But guess what? We're not blogging for your Facebook audience or your followers or your your parents. Like we're blogging for that client that day or your future clients. Those are the two people we're blogging for. Your clients or your future clients. So for example, if I was going to blog a post about a wedding, I am blogging for that wedding couple. That couple, I'm going to tell their story. I'm going to share our favorite pictures from the shoot. I'm going to talk about them. I'm going to talk about their day. I'm going to talk about how amazing it was, all the things they did to make it incredible. By blogging for them, we're reaching new audiences every day because they're sharing their wedding day with their family and friends, and their family and friends are sharing it as well because they're a part of that day too. So now we've had 500 new people that would have never seen our blog otherwise coming to our website and gushing over these newlyweds. And this happens every single day with every single client, whether it's a family session, whether it's a baby session, where whether it's um, a commercial shoot, like we are reaching new audiences every single day. If you're not a photographer and you're thinking, uh, I don't know if I'm reaching new audiences because my service isn't really like, they don't really want to come see about this you'd be surprised what people want to come learn about. So for example, I have a friend that is an energy worker and she started blogging about her clients' experiences and having them kind of like be interviewed or like kind of share their experience about a session with them. And you'd be surprised how many people are curious and want to see like what this is all about. Their friend was a part of this thing and they want to hear about it. They want to learn about it. They want to see what's happening. 
And that happens a lot, and I feel like it happens in every industry, um, with makeup, with hair, with uh, energy work, with photography, with, you know, getting your brakes changed on your car, like all these things. Like people are curious about the process, and if you're blogging about a specific client, then they're going to be more inclined to share it with their friends or tell their friends about it, and then their friends are going to be more inclined to book you because they see that not only did you do this amazing service, but you did this amazing service for their friend. The third reason that I love blogging is that it's a great portfolio of like what you offer, the services you offer, um, what your work is like, what it's like working with you. It kind of just shares with people an overall feel for what they're going to get when working with you, what the experience is going to be like, what the end result is going to be like, how it feels to work with you, and just the entire process is there on your blog. The fourth thing is that it's content that continues to serve. So this is what I was talking about earlier when I said Instagram content is not evergreen. So evergreen content is content that can be used. It's relevant today and it's relevant in three years and it's relevant in six years. And it might need some freshening up every now and again. But it's content that continues to live on, continues to serve my audience. My Even my most amazing social media posts only last 24 hours because they're irrelevant and they're hard to find after that. But when I create a blog post like on what to wear or how to prepare with working for working with me or um, what every brand needs before their brand shoot or um, how to create a cohesive feed on Instagram or any of those kinds of blog posts, they're being searched for and found on Pinterest and on Google and just by searching year after year and continue to book us some of our best and most amazing clients and client experiences. So let me give you an example in the photography world. So about five years ago, I wrote a blog post about how to shoot a wedding at a Latter-day Saint temple. So this was something that hasn't, hadn't really been written before, like a lot of photographers that weren't Latter-day Saints um, struggled knowing how to shoot at these temples where they couldn't go inside, like what to do around the grounds, blah, blah, blah. So I just wrote like a couple of tips on, you know, how to shoot weddings here and what, you know, brides and grooms are looking for. And then it kind of exploded on Pinterest. Um, and so it was a top pin for like the next three or four years. So I read this five years ago, but then two years ago, I actually flew out to LA and shot a wedding. And the bride had found me from this blog post and she loved my edit style and she loved my work and she loved my confidence and my abilities to shoot because she had read this blog post. So this blog that I had written five years ago was still serving me years later um, from, and it wasn't even in where I live. Like now I'm, you know, flying to California. That was not the first time that we traveled to a wedding because of someone who had found us from a Pinterest blog. So this is why it's so important to do those evergreen content type posts, not just blogging our clients, but also blogging like these topics that are not only going to boost our client experience now, but they're evergreen content that can continue to serve our future clients and clients that might find us later on down the road. The fifth reason why I feel like everyone should be blogging and why it's so powerful is that SEO, aka getting to the top of Google. So our blog is the reason we got to the number one spot on Google for our area. It took me six months of consistent blogging to get to the top. And now we have people find us from just searching and we find have people find us every single day on Google, every single day. 
So this is something that I do consistently for seven years and the payoff is far greater than the work and effort that I put in because now it's just multiplied and we've had so many thousands of dollars of bookings because of people, complete strangers that have found us through Google. One of my favorite stories and just something that I probably will never drop. So if you've been around Kind Studios for a while, I'm sorry if this story is getting old. But one time I was on my way to the airport. Rachel was driving me to the airport. I was pregnant with my third baby. So I guess this was about three years ago. And I had my two kids and we were going to California by ourselves for a vacation while my husband was on a business trip. And we were in security line. Rachel was walking us all the way to the gate. I mean, to the security line entrance. So she was like in the line with us. And I got a text from Chuck Norris's assistant that said, like, are you available? We would love to book you for the day. He had found my number and my name on Google. He was coming to Logan, Utah for this like Maverick tour with his new drink. And Chuck Norris wanted to book Kylie and Studios for the day. And this was super, like, this was probably one of my, like, highlights in my career is, like, made me a cool mom really quickly. My brothers and my dad used to share, like, every Chuck Norris meme and every Chuck Norris joke out there. It was, like, your mama joke in our house. It was, like, so, so, like, uh, maybe even overused. Just Chuck Norris was, like, the joke. And I'm sure it was like that in a lot of families. So when Chuck Norris booked Kylie on Studios for the day, I was like, I've made it. I can quit now. My career is over. We, like, we're now celebrity photographers. So obviously, I was getting on a plane. So Rachel was in my minivan, sped back to Logan as fast as she could. She totally thought it was a scam. And I was like, no, I like this is not even a funny joke. Like, I don't think anyone could joke about Chuck Norris booking you for the day. Like, you've got to get back to Logan. Kylie Ann Studios has to book Chuck Norris. Like, this is so important. So she sped back. Literally, there were cars lined up all the way down the street. So she parked like a block away and ran to the tent to photograph Chuck Norris. And she spent the rest of the day photographing him and being in his presence. And it's the craziest thing still to date, but all because Chuck Norris, well, Chuck Norris's assistant, Google search for Logan, Utah photographer. We are the first name to pop up. We got the opportunity and the rest is history. And that's how it's worked with a lot of our clients and customers and opportunities is that people found us and then they fall in love with our work or our style or edit or um, they love our turnaround time or availability or our accessibility, it, whatever it is. They fall in love with something from our website, but they wouldn't have found our website if we didn't pop up first or in the first 10 or in the first 20. I feel like SEO is something that's very underutilized and undervalued, but it's something anytime I talk to someone about how SEO kind of built my business and took me to the top and took me to becoming from a one-woman amateur show, this really successful photography studio that's constantly booked and growing, even during a pandemic, I talk to other people that kind of have the same experience where they're growing a lot and they're doing great and they say the same thing. SEO is what got them to where they are. Either they hired someone or they've had great blog content or they're the only ones in their area that know what SEO is and so it was really easy for them. Whatever it may be, SEO is one of the most important and best reasons to blog. And then the next one that kind of goes along with this is Pinterest. So 
having a blog means content stays, which gives you so many opportunities to share that content. So you can reshare it on social media or with your clients. Like for example, if my client asks for locations, I can send them a blog post of all these locations in this area. Um, and I have that for basically every question I get asked by a client. So that it's really easy to give them a great client experience because I have so much information and knowledge and content on any question I've ever been asked by a client. So one of the most overlooked ways to share and reshare content is Pinterest. Most of our clients are on Pinterest. Most of them get on Pinterest before they get in front of a, a camera. They look for outfit ideas, they look for location inspiration, they look for wedding ideas, decorations, they look for how to hang pictures on their wall, all of that kind of stuff. So if you're not on Pinterest, you're missing out on so many potential clients and bookings. And like I said earlier, some of our favorite out of town and out of state weddings have been from people who have found us on Pinterest. Earlier this year, we had a couple book us and the bride um, wanted to use Rachel because I think she had a family member or a friend or a roommate or something that had to use Rachel. And the groom wanted to look on Pinterest before he just went with, you know, a name that, you know, a friend recommended. She, he wanted to find someone he loved. And so he was looking on Pinterest and found Rachel's work and showed the bride, like, I want to go with her. And they put two and two together that it was the same person. And they were obviously over the moon ecstatic to book Rachel. And it reminds me of like when they teach you, you know, in a sales class or um, when you learn about sales techniques is that you have to have seven exposures before you're ready to like buy the product. And so social media, blogging, Pinterest, uh, recommendation, word of mouth, networking um, with other vendors, all of those ways are ways to have those seven exposures. So if a bride hears about us from a roommate, that's great word of mouth referral. But then if the groom sees us on Pinterest, that's like guaranteed booking right there because um, they put, you know, the two exposures and they're both strong exposures together and then it's an easy booking for us. So the more places we are and the more ways our brides and grooms are learning about us and our other clients, the better matched we are with clients that love our work, value us, value our expertise, our time, our quality, and all those different things. And then lastly, I think blogging can be really fun. You probably don't think so right now. It, it sounds daunting. Um, when I first started blogging, and sometimes even now, it's really painful to sit down and write when I'm not in a writing mood. It's just another chore. It's another thing I have to do. But now, when I think of like fun ideas and, and I can put different things together and collages to make you know stories come to life, or um, I come up with a good storyline or a good idea, it really can be actually fun. So um, I have really enjoyed blogging and I know that you can get to a point where you enjoy blogging too. So now that I've convinced you to start blogging, hopefully these experiences and just the success stories that I've shared help you realize like why blogging is important. I want to share with you how to get kind of started with blogging. So I would suggest doing what I did in the very beginning, which is creating a schedule for posting that splits up client experience, kind of like personal or behind the scenes post and educational posts. So I'm going to talk about those three different areas. So the first area is client experience. So as a photographer, I would post about the session, about what we did, how it went, 
um, some funny things that happened during it, how I met the clients, anything about the, their story, how he proposed, their engagement story, um, what their wedding day was like, the vendors that were included, kind of stuff like that. If you're not a photographer, it's still, it doesn't have to be hard. So um, like I was telling you earlier with the energy worker where she kind of interviewed the clients and asked them to share kind of their experiences. I've seen a before and after posts of like makeup where it talks about kind of the process. Like first I did this and then I did this. And you don't have to give away all your secrets, but kind of like um, the client was really nervous to come in because they have never had professional makeup done before. And I... Uh, prepped them by sharing, you know, a list of the things that they should do before they come and da da da. So you're not telling them the things that they should do before they come in that post, but you're sharing, I made them feel at ease. And then, you know, we did the transformation and it was amazing. And then afterwards, this is the result and this is what they loved about it. And then maybe sharing some pictures of like where they were, if they were going to, you know, a family photo shoot, what the pictures turned out like, and just kind of showing the whole process, like before, after, during what happened the night before, what happened after, what was the result, did everyone love it, or a review post. If you're a product-based company, this would be great for new launches or highlighting a product, highlighting like what the product is, why it's amazing, sharing like the specs of it, the dimensions, the what it, like what sizes it fits, or you know, what color it is, blah, 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 all those things, but then showing it in use and showing it with customer reviews and things like that. So those are just a few examples. I know that every business is so different, so it's hard to give one example that fits every business, but client experience is something that just is going to have to be modified to fit kind of the industry that you're in. The next thing is doing like business or behind the scenes type posts. So these are like the story of your business, why you got started, the story behind your name of your business. Um, they can be like a day in the life of whatever your business is. It can be behind the scenes of what it looks like doing the service that you do or creating the product or in your warehouse or anything like that. And then the third topic category is education, which I think is one of the most powerful ones that there is. The education posts are going to be your evergreen content on your blog. And that means stuff that they can re you can refer to over and over and over. So you're going to be doing like um, how to prepare with working with me or what to expect with when working with me with family photographers, it's what to wear for family pictures, with um, makeup artists could do posts on what to do before your session. Um, if you're an energy worker, you could talk about what to expect after your session, drink more water, do this, do that. Um, every single business can do a what to expect post. Every single business can do some sort of how to post. Every single business can do um, a roundup post of their favorite products or businesses or items that relate to your product or service. So there's so many ways you can educate your clients and improve their client experience, but at the same time, it's stuff that's searchable, that people can find you, and you can really grow your content. So I would suggest getting started in blogging that you create a calendar where you are blogging a client experience post every Monday, you're blogging a behind the scenes of your business or a personal post every Wednesday, and you're posting an educational post, evergreen kind of content, how to's, behind the scenes, not behind the scenes, but like how to prep, what to expect, all those kinds of things every Friday. And you do that at least every other week for six months and kind of see where it takes you, where it leads you. And then I'm going to come back in a few months and talk about how we're going to break up that blog content, use it on Instagram, use it on Pinterest, use it on Facebook, use it in your email marketing and all that 
jazz too. Um, if you are in our photog blog membership, you can actually take the how to plan 30 days of content in one day. It talks about my blog schedule and how I'm breaking that up into all my other social posts for the month and how I do that all in one day. Um, I also have a course in there, the complete blogging course that it talks about Pinterest and SEO and blogging and setting up a WordPress blog and all that stuff. It also does a walkthrough of like blog stomp and my blog process and how I put it into WordPress. So if you do need extra blogging help, I do have resources for you. And my Photog blog membership is only $35 a month. You can take the courses at your own pace. You can cancel whenever you finish the courses that you're interested in. But it's a great way to get started in this like bl blogging realm. And I have so many resources on just all things marketing in there because that is kind of my jam. So thank you so much for sitting through another talk all about why I think you should be blogging. I have a lot of different ways that I market my business and businesses, but blogging still to this day, seven years later, has been the most successful way that I've been able to grow my business and just have so many opportunities that I could have never even imagined. So that's why I can't stop sharing it from the rooftops. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your reviews, your ratings, your comments. I sure love this podcast. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentors Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share. Hang out with us daily at Kylie M Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag Kylie Mentors Moms.